I'm Dr. Sharon Dukes. And I'm Melvin Dukes. We're HBC graduates, proud educators, and most importantly, husband, husband and wife. wife. And you're listening to After School, School Talk, Talk Podcast. Podcast. La, 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 wait till I get my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. The home much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. I feel the pressure under more scrutiny. And what I do, act more stupidly. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of After School Talk. Where I am your co-host, Mr. Dukes, and I'm your other co-host, Dr. Dukes. Um, so I think this is our first episode of the new year 2021. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So we made it to 2021. Uh, you barely made it. Whatever. I was definitely gonna make it. You the one that wasn't gonna make it necessarily because I was gonna put these paws on you. Anyway, what we got going on for today? You get on my nerves. <laughs> Always and for Wow. See, she know you get on Doc, the nerves. Doctor you get Duke. on the Alexa nerves. Dr. Duke got the, uh, what is it? Uh, I about to say, what I want to say? Who knows? The... Something's wrong with you. <laughs> 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 good, 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 good. Whatever. Anyway, today's episode, uh, we're talking about, this is our bars and lines episode, and the topic is, wait till I get my money right. Oh! We don't need your ad libs. See, that's what I'm talking about. This ain't gonna work today if you don't get your life together. We don't need your ad libs. We, we could have the we could have the song playing today, or we maybe we had that playing in the background. Can we do that? When on the on when we when when this episode airs, we had a song oh. playing in the background. Oh, okay, we could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but before we get started, let's shout out our supporters. At this moment, we want to show special appreciation for our podcast supporters: Bowtie Planners, the Cam K Way, the Skin Society, Marietta Smile Gallery with Dr. Michael Thomas, Taste Buds, Nostalgia Clothing, Real Fit, and Distinctive Creations. Visit our webpage at www.therightseffect. That's t h e r i t e e f f e c t dot com, and click on podcast to visit our supporters section. Make sure you click on each supporter's logo and tell them we. Sent you. All right. What's the right moment for today, Dr. Dukes? I don't know because somebody closed my laptop and... down. <laughs> and I, I can't see nothing. I can't even pull it up on my phone. That means all your technology messing up. Yeah, because of who? Not because of me. It ain't because of me. Your technology is messing up, period. Yeah, my technology messed up when I met you. Get it together. Get it together. You get your life together. Get it together. Anyway, and now I'm hot. She going through something. It ain't it ain't me, y'all. It's, it's definitely her. It ain't me. It is you. And then as soon as I say I'm all right. Start over. What we talk about? <laughs> I'm not doing this with her. So I'm not doing this with her. Not today. Kanye West <laughs> has a song that says, wait. No, technically the song the title of the song is um Can't Tell Me Nothing. But you know the beginning is Wait till I get my money right. Um, and taking a right moment and thinking about this in education. I work at a college university or whatever you want to call it. I work in higher education. And it was so funny that um, in talking to the student leaders, 
I said, well, what topics you want to cover in our student org workshops or in our leadership workshops? One topic, heavy, is what we do after we get out of here. And even more, financial literacy. Mm-hmm. And I think that is interesting because I don't never remember that even being a thought when I was in college. Like I did, I it was the thought was we get the degree so we can make the money and we'll be fine. And then even when you took, let's just say everybody took econ in college, the the talk wasn't about what you did personally with your finances. Mm-hmm. It was about how money works in the world, right? And to get to that point, I first got to make sure my own stuff, my is own right. money, right? So it's that, like, why, yeah. why are we talking, discussing world policies and changes and this, that, and the third? When I need to first get myself together. And can I be honest? I feel like no shade to so the t- the teacher we had for econ was great. She was a wonderful teacher, and she definitely tried to make high school, the, college, high school. Oh, okay. she tried to make it as engaging and po- as possible. But the curriculum itself and the content was just not relevant. It was outdated. It was pointless, and that's why. Since I'm already in the mood because my laptop and everything else want to act like it's crazy, let me go ahead and run on this tangent that that is why so many educators, um, not educators, let's flip this. That's why in higher education and in the career field, they have so many questions about the things that students don't know because the curriculum doesn't match what we should be knowing when we get to the other side. So... Just like Dr. Cooper, you know, caused a little panic on Facebook, on Twitter the other day, because she was like, why are so many students saying hello, whoever, or hi, such and such in these emails? They don't, why don't they know how to say dear professor, such and such, or dear Dr. da 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 And so some, I saw some teachers saying, well, we teach them that. And I was going, anybody teach, teach me that in school? Nobody, nobody said that. Then I think about the students I have, they don't even know how to address an envelope. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. seniors that didn't know how to address an envelope. I remember having a student drop off their transcript in the mail and it got sent back to school because he didn't know to put a stamp on it. Mm. And I'm and so for those be like, well why you didn't teach them? Hello, go listen to the episode about my job being complicated. I wasn't a teacher when I worked in K through twelve. I was an intervention specialist, a little cute title they come up with in our county that yeah. Mm-hmm. Is why is that just not regular part of the curriculum? So mm-hmm. just like financial literacy and um balancing a checkbook or managing your money, um all those kind of things. I've heard teachers literally say, I threw it in there because I, me personally, but it wasn't on the curriculum map for me right, to do. Right. And I think that's a, that's definitely above the uh, the teacher on as far as the curriculum goes. Right. Now, it's definitely on the teacher to say, hey, I'm going to throw this in there when I get a chance. But it's above the teachers to mm-hmm. say that this is a part of curriculum. This is not a part of curriculum. This is what you should be covering. This is oh. your timeline, deadline. Wait a minute. And all that let's, say, let's be clear about that. That's above in our area. Because what I'm seeing on Twitter is that some other areas, teachers have more autonomy over their curriculum. Where, we're, where we are set up, it's literally if you teach this course for this grade level, every teacher should be teaching exactly this at the same time in the county. Yeah, now that's the part that trips me out sometimes. Um, even, you know, in your county, especially when you're talking about big counties that we come from. And when I say big, I mean because of the number of schools, not necessarily the population, but we have a lot, a lot of, schools of schools in our in our, you know, two different counties. Um, so when you talking about everybody need to be in the same place at the same time, everybody don't necessarily have the same needs mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, don't have the, and not at the same pace. Mm-hmm. So you got one school over here, they may be a little slower with things. So, you know, remediation and, and all this kind of stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Then you got this school over here was like, all I need is a day and my kids got it. Boom, boom, boom. No problem. Mm-hmm. 
So, well, you know, you're running into those, those type issues as well. And see, the thing, the thought process is that our county is a transient county. Mm-hmm. So, these kids keep hopping from school to school. Mm-hmm. And if Mr. Dukes is not teaching the same lesson as Miss Wilson across town, mm-hmm. then when that student goes to that course, they're behind. They're behind so, yeah. the idea overall is like, we're going to just make sure everybody is teaching the same thing at the same pace all the time. Mm-hmm. But there's so many problems with the curriculum itself that it's like, brother. We got even bigger problems than that. Yeah. What are we teaching? Why are we teaching this? And is it relevant? Then we got the teachers who teach the, uh, courses that attach to EOCs. So they really feel the pressure of, I can't, I can't throw in me. nothing else. Yeah, I, can't <laughs> I have to teach all of this because all of this is going to be on the test and it's tied to my evaluation. And of course, you got this this odd year right here um, where EOC may not either count at all or they count so little that it really doesn't matter. But outside of this extra peculiar year <laughs> um uh you know you still run into that that issue that problem that concern yeah so overall we're saying that to say that just the ins and outs of financial uh the fi- i want to say like financial tips things you should be knowing credit score saving money what investing really is and all that kind of stuff it gets lost absolutely so we're gonna talk a little. We're gonna take a little time to talk about um, what they did not teach us in school. Well, I think the list that you just said is are several things that they did not teach you about in school. The importance of your credit score, how to get it up if you you know drop down, and and in a way it's good because it, there's a lane of people that have become uh, credit repairers, I guess you can say. So that's a business for them, but at the same time. We don't even we, really understand what those credit repair people are doing. It's that's like, true, too. Because that's now true that's too. becoming one of those, uh, for lack of a better word, it's becoming one of those pyramid schemes. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, just pay online. me some money and I'll yeah, make and it I'll happen. Yeah, i do this. And then but that. I don't know how true it, it is, though. Yeah, yeah. So, we, so overall, now you got a generation of people who get into a situation where my credit is not right, and I don't even know who to who trust to turn to, yeah. uh, as far as fixing it. Because there are people that are pop up on Facebook and just say that's what I do, so it gets kind of confusing. Of yeah. like, well, who is somebody that legitimately is into this business, or who's somebody that's just, oh, I'm in the pyramid scheme of things. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know, we didn't know, we didn't know what credit score was or how to establish credit. Mm-hmm. And I, and that's the whole boy, boy. Let's get into we don't even know how to establish credit because I remember at the school we tried to teach that to a group of students because they. Uh, has started a part-time job mm-hmm. so it's like trying to explain it to them and i just even remember sitting in there myself going i'm slick confused in what y'all said so i know they don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> what y'all talking about now you were saying about didn't know how to establish credit i know how it got started though i know the how first basically when i know how i effed it up <laughs> not, not, no 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 that's not how i got started okay go ahead the first week of college in the student center oh, where the credit, credit card, card people said hey we're going to open up a line of credit for you. Mm-hmm. Here's a $500 credit card, uh, 0% interest for the first year. Mm-hmm. You good to go. And and with this, uh, with signing up, you get a free uh, uh, coupon for a free sub, a free sub from Subway. Boom. Everybody, all the freshmen that are lining up to get this credit card. And what we do for the next week, straight to the mall, max. Oh. <laughs> straight to the mall and max out them credit cards. Now, it, there were a few of us that was like, uh-uh, um, my mom and dad told me not to do this whole credit card thing. I'm going to get it so I can get this free sub, but I am not using this credit card. But for the most part, them students, me included, got the credit card, straight to the mall, maxed it out, didn't pay, and that was the start of an effed 
up credit line. So I was right. That's how you start. Up. I, I still see, had I that part wanna, in there. I didn't want to say that initially. I'm just. I just <laughs> wanted to say how it started. But I, I never remember that. How day. it started. How never. it's going. Hold up. Here it go. How it started. Zero. How it's going. A 400 credit score. <laughs> mm, yeah. 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 What's what is um. What is what's the word I want? Dumb. <laughs> On the school's behalf, it's allow those people to set up shop in a school uh full of black children and not think that this could be a detriment to these students before they leave. Mm-hmm. I don't think the people who allowed them to be there should uh really thought through that process. It was like you know, some people are like, Oh, we just want to set up a table to tell students about such and such. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what you're not gonna do is offer any credit cards to any of my students because we're not we're not going to do that. All right, thing. now let me ask you this though: the people that work there, do you think they actually knew what was going on? Great question, great question. If you did not know what's going on, that's still the fault of you as the as the staff member of the school. So we've had so we've had people come before vendors who want to set up a table mm-hmm. in our student center. We are what for what go through all of the questions and all of the things because we can't have you advertising just anything to our student body because we allowed you in the building. Therefore, our students will trust whoever you are. So we cannot do that. So that is that is still the fault of the of the of the um, school because it's different between center shopping the mall. Mm-hmm. It was a customer thing. We're talking about a school establishment like. We're learning, and the the parents have entrusted, and I'm gonna leave them in an environment that's gonna make them better, not come back with a a 100 credit score because I ain't no use out there doing that. Now, if you went to the mall or you went to the bank or your homeboy hooked you up with a up with that, that's one thing. But I'm not gonna invite the person into my building to to do this for the students, and I'm not sure if the students are aware of what the what they will face in getting into this line of credit. But I but my my question is all about. If I'm if I'm the adult coming on the scene and all I see is okay they establishing a line of credit for my students great that's where my question stop I I don't know to ask any questions past that if you are a student affairs employee in higher education you should know right. and if you don't know then you shouldn't be working here okay that's what that's yeah, what I mean it's that right. deep it's like no you shouldn't be working in student affairs okay but we that's a whole other story yeah for HBCU so yeah uh, credit scores. Um, didn't know the importance of them. Didn't know how to, you know, establish your line of credit. That's something that wasn't taught um, in school. Did y'all ever talk about loans, like student loans? Um, we, we talked about them as far as what you can get as an undergrad student, what you should get, but not long term as in how it affects you or what you're going to have to end up paying or stuff like that. That that wasn't talked about. Do you know who talked who? Who talked to you about it? Do you remember? Definitely that? can't because I was on scholarship, so it wasn't a big thing to me. Boom. That's why I wanted to ask you that. I felt like because we went to the magnet school and it was just perceived that all of us were going to end up on scholarships, mm-hmm. that loan thing really wasn't talked about. Absolutely I just not. remember being like, you need to figure out how to get a full ride. Like it was yeah. like full ride, that full ride is what the conversation was for all of us mm-hmm. because ideally we all should have qualified for full rides. Right. Is what the school was thinking. So I don't remember no conversations about loans. Yeah, there was definitely no conversation about that. Which in turn, was great because we both ended up on full scholarships yeah. to the colleges we went to. But however, going to the second degree, I never learned about loans in the first time. Mm. So now I have no idea what I signed up for. Right. And now you see a paper saying you qualify for $60,000. Well, 
Well, run that 60. Run it. <laughs> Give me that 60. Because what we often do is take the refund check. Now, you know, we're going to splurge, do a little, yeah. little shopping. Yeah. But especially for graduate school, the refund check was used to pay for housing and groceries right. and all that kind of stuff. So, right. yeah, I didn't know that. I, and I'm telling you, it was so crazy. Let's say the amount of money I got was a total of $7,000. And portion of it went to my tuition or whatever, and the rest I pocketed, right? Mm-hmm. When I got the thing back to say how much I owe, and it was like... Fourteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's not how much <laughs> I, I got. asked for. Seven. What that's, are you talking that's about? That's not the number I signed beside. <laughs> I didn't sign beside that. That's not it. And true enough. Now let's be. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. Be honest. Their colleges have set up where you have to go through a training module that's yeah, online yeah. to understand what you are signing for. I still don't know what I was I about to say. For. Not necessarily to understand. Still I ain't going to say that. Uh, I, I, they, I, I. they did. It's one of them things. The checkoffs. Yes. We're going to put it here to say that we did it. Yes. But we know you're not going to get it. Well, not. But make sure you sign off on that at the end. Okay, I so will. So we can give you this money. Give me the check. And then you owe us <laughs> even more later on down the road. But I See ya. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. I don't know what the thing was yeah. saying. I mean, some of the stuff I caught, but you don't see the long-term effects of it. Like, we don't go through, like... If I don't pay this, what happens? If what, I accept this, yeah. If I accept this, what will what will the ending cost yeah, be? Yeah. All, we no, we didn't go through all that. Didn't learn that. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't understand loans in terms of uh, like a mortgage or um, home equity loans mm-hmm. or um, car loans. We mm-hmm. didn't. We understand none of this stuff. None of that. I don't remember talking about any of this. Or even, uh, and this not necessarily. Well, it is a financial. Um, what what people look for when you are looking for your first home and stuff like that, not realizing you thinking, oh, I'm gonna go get a get go get my house today, but they gotta bang, say, bang. no, you need to have such and such in the bank already. Say, wait, well, wait, so now I gotta go back for what? a year, two years, save money, Excuse and then me. come back to y'all. Down payment? What you mean down Jesus. payment? Like I thought I the gotta, bank gonna give me the money, and then I'm gonna get you that. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. Y'all questioning me? Just give me the money. Let me go. <laughs> Did you ever um? During during when quarantine first started, I don't know if I sent this to you or or if we talked about it. That Kevin on stage and his Kevin on stage and his wife um, qualified for two separate loans oh, yeah. to buy a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and because they are entrepreneurs, they had to go through like a a whole lot of hoops mm-hmm. to show like this is how much money we actually make. Because you know, versus my pay stuff, it's not a pay stuff. I got to right. show you how much I make on ticket sales for this. I got to show you how much yeah. I make on merch, yeah. how much I make on YouTube, how much I make on a podcast, how much I make on advertisements. Like I have to show you all that, right? But COVID hit. COVID hit. And because COVID basically told banks, and not COVID itself, to, to banks, COVID would be a hindrance for entrepreneurs. It would cause entrepreneurs to lose money. So they literally signed and were given the loan, Mm -hmm. and then they took the loan away from them. And I was talking about in the process of them going through the house, picking out what they were doing. They had already bought their furniture for the house, had already, like, the house was done, like, built from the ground up, and then the loan got snatched. So even with them, they said both of them worked at banks. And they was even looking like we never even knew stuff like this could happen. So it's a lot of stuff that it, you just wouldn't know. But it, this is this and this is why I want to talk about this in the podcast. The frustration of it in your thirties is beyond ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like by the time you hit thirty, you really get frustrated because it's a lot of language and a lot of things that now affects you to the umpteenth amount, and you just like 
when do I have time to learn it all? Yeah. Now. Yeah, and like Ken said, when the bang thing happened, <laughs> you really start feeling very alone and nobody can help me mm. and helpless. I feel very helpless that I'm now in a situation where if I wanted to buy a candy bar, I can't even do that. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's like you said, um, the age that we are now, and, and thankfully, um, by the grace of God, as our parents say, um, we've been, we, we've been blessed with, you know, having certain things in our life. Like we, we, we have a house already and all this kind of stuff. Granted, we do want a, a newer house and stuff like that. Right. Um, but like you say, you get to this age and it's like, no, these are things I need to know right now. Mm-hmm. But because I'm finding them out right now, it's still going to take even more time. So mm-hmm. now you're frustrated with yourself. Like I, I thought I was ready. But now I'm finding out more information, and now I'm still not ready. So it's nah. gonna take another year, two years, three years, four years, five years before I'm really ready. And then even then, I may not be, be ready, ready again because like, it's gonna COVID. Yeah. And I still can't get the law. So now it's, it's, it's one of them revolving doors of upsets and letdowns and feeling mm-hmm. alone, being alone, and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But there is, you know, a way to to figure those things out. But I would say, I you know, I, I think even before we get to like the the flip side of things. The part that really struck me is I really believe music and the beauty of hip-hop music is it tells a true story. And that though the lyrics may not be on the extreme end of what you may be doing in your life, it still, you can take it and and fit it to your experiences, right? Mm -hmm. So if we look at Kanye West's song, he said, um, oh, hold on, let me pull him up. I have to do it on my phone since somebody closed my laptop. And Don't do that. Now I can't see stuff on my laptop other than us on this. Okay. So, you know, in the beginning of that song, it say, la, 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 wait till I get my money right, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, I have I know since since turning 30, that has been like a mantra for me. Mm-hmm. Wait till I get my money right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because when I get my money right, I know that. If it's a trip, if it's a car, if it's a house, if it's a, any purchase, mm-hmm. it's going to be done in the best way for me and my family versus I just got some money and I and it looks like I can afford it. Mm-hmm. That and Because before, we've talked about this before, yes, there is money in the bank to go do X, Y, Z, but does that mean I actually can afford right. to do that, right? Right. So he says, I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on a necklace. Think about this. How many times have we had the money to do something as far as uh, a financially sane purchase or an investment or a saving that I spent that on something else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All, all the time. Yeah. We do that all the time. We, no, we all know about it. We, we everybody everybody listen yeah, everybody, everybody saying that. yeah, yeah. has mm-hmm. done it at some point whether you do it right now or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pay off this credit card and leave it alone. But then. I'm going to say it. The new Jade came out like, I know I said I wasn't going to use this credit card. No more. <laughs> However, Lord, if you just allow me to get the one pair of Jade this Belvin. year, I'm going to be good. Belvin, and come boom, on. $230 come out of that credit card, and now it's like... With interest. The, with interest. <laughs> then the trickle effect like, well, I got to get the outfit, too. Well, I got to get this. Oh, the new, these other shoes come out next. You know what? 
Let me go ahead and match this credit card out again. And now you're right back in the hole. But what you said was, you you literally started this off by saying I'm a bargain with God. Mm, I don't, yeah. Lord. What's the next line in the song? I told God I'd be back in a second. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> Lord. I'm coming back. I'm coming right back. I'm coming right back over there. I'm coming right back, I'm coming back over, over there. I'm coming right back. I promise. But if you could just let me get this over here. Furthermore, you know us being Christian and going to church, you, th- that works with your tithes. Mm-hmm. Now, I know mm-hmm. I'm supposed to put this 10% in. However... One music fest is in September. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Sean, Janina, and Rashad and everybody make the call whether or not we're going to get these tickets, <laughs> we got to get our tickets. Yeah. So you may you will sit up there and literally bargain with God, if you let me do this, this is this, I'm going to go do this. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I literally cringe at the thought that <clears throat> if I could buy my way into heaven, like you could be eternally taken care of don't have to worry about anything but you move on impulse mm-hmm. and you move on trying to floss and look like something else mm-hmm. so then you go drop money on something that you don't need to drop it on yeah and that's why i say the whole thing and and, and then the title of the song being like can't tell me nothing that's what i don't want to see young people do during their 20s mm-hmm. that by the time you get to your 30s it just turns into a pure frustration and foolishness yeah and we I think the thing is, is like as as the educators in the building, as the role models, even um, as parents, you have to be more open and transparent with your students and your children of of how these things happen, because to them, it does not seem like you're making a mistake or that you have any problems. Mm-hmm. So they are going mm-hmm. to think the the Mister Deuce that got the new J's or the Miss Deuce that you know all oh, your nails always done da 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 that that can happen. But I but if when you explain it to them, I listen, listen now. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let me explain to you this money over here. I had to save for the last three months, and that's how I get this this my, this is my spending money to da da da. And they go, oh, so it just don't magically every time my check comes, I just go buy stuff. Right. Tell and, tell them about the word budget. Yes. Like, Give them a definition for the word budget. Budget, budget honey. yourself. Like I understand you got this job, mm-hmm. and 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 it's funny that we even talk about this because I've talked about it in my class, um, you know, with some of my students. So I got I got tenth and eleventh grade basically. Okay. So that's the age where you just now getting a what a, a job. And, yeah, yeah you get getting a job. A job. So I've had a little conversation with my student that say, Miss Duke, I just got a job. I was like, okay, let's start saving. <laughs> like immediately, let's start saving and, then, and find something to save for. That way, you're not just, oh, I'm gonna put this money aside. And and you, granted, you could do that, but if you have something that you know you're saving for, it's almost like a discipline that you have. Like, no, mm-hmm. I know I got to save this money for right. X, Y, and Z. As opposed to, I'm gonna just put ten out now. If you financially sound and ready for it, and you can just say, I'm gonna put this money to the side. Cool. But I feel like if you just say, I'm going to save this for X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you have a definite reason why you're doing yeah. it. You got that a, a definite goal to get to as opposed to, I'm going to just put money over here. Oh, this come out, I'm going to go get that money out. No, I'm mm-hmm. saving this for da da You can even put a, a certain amount on it. Mm-hmm. I want to save $500 by such and such day. I want to save $1,000 by such and such day. I want to purchase this by such and such time. Mm-hmm. Cool. You know what I'm saying? So I've actually had goals. these, yes, just setting goals with your money, goals. and I think that's very important for young young people to learn. And when I say young, even you know, twenties, early thirties, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but we, you know, you you had part time job 
technically all through college because yeah, yeah, but I didn't I didn't work through college. So mm. once graduate school came and here come a part time job and it's like, mm, what I do with yeah. with this? Just go shopping because I, I don't know what they do. Yep, like yeah, paid for. I'm good to go. Yeah, I'm I'm good to go because you know, took the loan, mm-hmm. the student loan money to do that. So now we can do whatever else. So yeah, yeah. you're right, setting some kind of goal because I believe the really and truth when we get the job, the idea is just like I'm just getting money. Yeah, you're getting money, I'm pay just... my bills, and good to go. But even outside of them bills, it's gonna be something that you want later on down the road, or not even something that you want, something that you gotta do. I got, I need tires. four new tires. I need to fix the air conditioning. I need oh. to fix the heat. Speaking of, bro, let this. me tell you what I heard. That I didn't know this. What? Shout out to everybody in Atlanta. Do you know when it's time to get your tag updated? You have to do a a a check, uh, like a you have to go to a you have to go take your car to an auto mechanic and get them to run a check on your car to make sure that it's running smoothly and you have to take that to the dip to the tag place in order to get your tag and if there is something wrong with your car you have to get that fixed before they will give you your tag because they they gonna flag it as it shouldn't be on the road anyway yes and we were having a conversation um my students of they were saying how if you are um in any type of financial bind that is like the death yeah. When you get to the point of having to get your tag, because if I'm a if I'm a student, I have no other support other than me working as a waitress or something, right? So then I'm working as a waitress. I need to drive mm-hmm. to get to work. This is how ser- like simple it is. My check engine light comes on. My car is still running fine. You know, you put a piece the- of paper over. It. Yeah, we're just good. <laughs> By the time I get to where now I need my tag, I have to pay the person to check my car. The person checks and says it's going to cost $500 to get whatever fixed. And then I have to go pay the tag people. Mm-hmm. So they like, nobody just has that money sitting around to do that. But you could literally end up now, I can't drive my car. So therefore I can't get to work. And therefore now I have no money all because they are requiring me to have all of this done for my car. Now, is this an Atlanta thing or Georgia thing? Because I've never had to do that. I just so I told them, I said, I do, I, I do not know. Yeah, I did. But they were saying in Atlanta, that's what they had to do. So yeah. one of my students, what happened was she was driving around Augusta all day trying to get it done. And nobody in Augusta did that. They were like, huh? So that's what made her go, what? What is going on? And that's when she found out from her friends from Augusta, like, no, we don't do that here. Okay. Just go get your tag. <laughs> you pay for that and you're done. But they have to get it checked. But that's just another thing of 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 uh, um understanding that yes you could be making this money but you may be having to set money to the side and that's why you're putting it in the savings because mm-hmm. a year from whatever point that you got your tag i know i gotta go do this 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 yeah but you know students don't think long term like that not even students hold up we as humans don't think long term like that that's how we get into these financial crises absolutely absolutely and it's just something that we got to do better on better on and not just you know young people old people whatever but everybody just got to do better with managing your own money Mm-hmm. Being responsible, financially yep. sound. Be responsible, <laughs> Kanye West said. And what I do, act more stupidly. Mm-hmm. That's that's the problem. If you keep going out there and trying to chase it, because I said this on Facebook the other day, it costs more money to. What is that? Your child playing with the walkie-talkie? I believe it is. If y'all hear a little beeping sound in the background, our daughter's um, grandmother bought her a walkie-talkie for Christmas, and her don't know how to shut them off. <laughs> But anyway, like we said, I put on Facebook the other day that it costs more money to look like you have money instead of real truly having it. Truly having it. It's going to cost you more money to try to keep up with the Joneses just to have your own name, just to be the Dukes. 
Do your own thing. Save your own money. Or save your own money. So what we're looking for financially for 2021 is to make smarter moves for ourselves. Like we have a plan. We've been sticking to it. It feels great to just. Definitely feels great. It definitely feels great to see even more money coming to your personal account because you say or you paid mm-hmm. off different things. Um, and now you have more money to go into whatever the next bill to go in and, and, and you know, Lock get that down. debt down and all that kind of stuff. It just feel good to pay off stuff. Like, see your, see your debt go down mm-hmm. and see your credit credit score go up. And even at 35 years old, um, you know, like you said earlier, you feel like you're behind the eight ball. You're playing behind the eight ball. Um, but, again, it, it's, it's still satisfying to know that we're actually doing something right finally. We, we, we're there. There. Almost getting closer but yes. not quite all the way all the way like we, we still got some a ways to go but um but we definitely in a better place than we were you know two years ago yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure i know that, that there are different things too that we'll eventually get in the podcast talking about that we're looking forward to for 2021 in general i think that um 2020 has really made us yes i'm setting goals and things can happen to to change them but learning how to pivot mm-hmm. and say okay we're going to figure out a different way to do stuff then. We watch these restaurants. We watch businesses figure out how to pivot. What we can't do is close. So we got to figure out this pivot and make it happen. So we plan on doing the same thing for 2021. Uh, what you about to say? Before we close out, um, since we're talking about 2021, it's the beginning of 2021, we're talking about finances. What's one thing you are looking forward to, forward to financially in 2021? If anything. Whether it's paying off something, whether it's saving for this, whether it's being able to get that. Honestly... The plan is going to work itself out that we've created, right? Mm-hmm. So what I'm honestly looking forward to is an increased income. Oh, yes, That's what I'm looking forward Amen. to. Because there are things in place that are that are that that will increase our income. Mm-hmm. So I'm ready for the day where I'm like, did it go? Yeah. Bam. Yep, yep. Because I, I know that the increase will also make the plan go faster. Yeah. And then our ultimate goal at the end, we're going to look up and be like, so we can actually do that now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Right. Yeah. So absolutely I'm looking right. I'm looking for that point. And and mine goes a little, little well directly into yours. Um just closing out that last credit card. Like boom. <laughs> we finally did it. Hallelujah. And there it is. Thank you. And Jesus. with the plan that we have in place, it can definitely happen <laughs> this year. <laughs> Hallelujah. I don't know how to talk in tongues, but if I could, if I, would. I could, some words will come or not words will come out of sound the effects. Tongue would be rattling <laughs> if I could speak in tongues. Yes, 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 Damn. yes. Yes, there's a lot of things we want to do. That's the thing, and um, you know, some things seem so far fetched that now that we're really looking and researching, it's like, so wait a minute, we could do that if we just get X, Y, and Z together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. So we we should be able to listen to this podcast in 2022 and be like mm. and check off what we've done yep so, like, so the plan is this. done the increase happened bam yep everybody revisit this episode <laughs> a year from now <laughs> while you sitting there riding in your car you at home go ahead and write out what your plan is tuck that plan in a little little a little cubby hole somewhere and a and, year from now pull write it out down this date this episode uh with 2022 write down your plans your goals mm-hmm. and look at it a year from now. Let's see where you at. All right, now, so if our, if our uh, views don't go up a year from now, it, they better double, at least. <laughs> this same episode? Yeah, this yeah, same, same episode. It better double, because y'all better listen to it today. That's slick. Now, I'm going to say this. That's slick. Something I want to talk about, too, is like speaking out loud, speaking 
into existence mm-hmm. what we really want to see. Like say it. Mm-hmm. We we say things to each other, but I think that's that that is more it's it is also powerful to say out loud to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. This is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like this is what we're gonna do. So far, ain't nothing we didn't say not happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't believe it's gonna change now. So yeah, we're gonna do that one episode too. I know in the future episodes we got coming up, so be prepared. We're gonna have our good friend Sean Palmer on later. Uh, we we really gonna talk about Black History programming. I just like to say, in the height of everything that's going on in the world, I don't care if your school is virtual and or in person, you still need to be having some type of Black history context for your students to indulge in mm-hmm. in february and you got to get creative with it and really put it out there because we need it they need it uh, we're gonna get into some conversations about um toxic relationships we're gonna have an r&b episode episode coming up me and mr deuce gonna battle about some r&b groups and see which one's the top one for us and all through march we will be having empowerment month uh, women's empowerment month in march so we're gonna have a lot of topics for the ladies out there but men can join in it's gonna be good topics like i want to have a whole episode about uh, female rappers we do not have enough conversations about female rappers, and I really am going to challenge Drink Champs to start having more female rappers on their episodes. Because for right now, I can only think of two females I can even remember. Three females I remember being on the episode. <sighs> Angela Yee. Ain't no rapper. She was just on there because of Breakfast Club. Um, Faith Evans and Angie Martinez. Oh, yeah. That's a lot more they can have on there from them. I mean, yeah, yeah, from here, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna have conversations about that too. <clears throat> that ends, man. All right, so it's been a long weekend, babe. I'm tired. Got it's... things to do. I got work to do. Hopefully, you all got work to do. Hey, save your money, put some money to, to the side, make some goals, make some plans, and we'll see you when we see you. Peace. <laughs>